in the shalki lay shilazimni. What they do is they boil it seven times. The eloy shakli lay mitrach. And if you don't take it out, if you don't take it out in time, it gets it, it, it spoils and it gets rotted and it rots. So therefore, it's considered psoilus. The food itself is considered psoilus because it's, if you leave it in, it's going to be, um, because you, you boiled it so many times, it's going to get disgusting. And therefore, <clears throat> in its state as it is now, when you have the oich and the psoilus mixed mix, we have the food and its shell mixed together, leaving it in that state is going to make it rot. So it's considered right now psoilus, because if you leave it as is, it's going to be psoilus, and therefore it's considered psoilus mitaych eichel. And it's considered like you, when you take the food out, the food is considered the psoilus over here, and the shell is considered the eichel. Now why would the shell, whatever that means, that some it's a sure concept, but the, why would the shell be considered the eichel? So Rishonim speak out, is that the shell does not get bad. The shell stays the same. So therefore, it's considered oichel relative to the food, which is considered the psalm. It's still a shver thing. You don't eat the, the klipa. So why would that ever be considered oichel? And also from Rashi, it's shver. Rashi doesn't sound like what I just said, that the oichel, that the klipa is considered, the klipa stays the same. It sounds like everything goes bad. So why isn't it psalm, psalm, which is a sugyan in itself, it's psalm, also, this is a shver, so the sugyan of termusin, to understand what the Chiddush the Gemara is telling us, that the food itself could be considered psoilus and not oichel, that's a tremendous Chiddush. That's the sugya of Bayer, and well, the sugya of Teichen, <coughs> of grinding. Now, Teichen, I'm Papa, Haimand, and this is, the, even though it's Mamish, a, a three lines is a big sugya. Haimand, the Param Silka, someone who slices up like into fine pieces, Silka, beets, Chayim Mishum Teichen, Chayim because of Teichen. So if you cut up into fine pieces, so then there's a problem. Then there's a problem of teichin. Now this, uh, the teichin says very uh, cryptic words over here, which leads to the whole sugi over here. And the shaila is, is is it has to be cut up fine, or else it's not to, it's it's not teichin. What's the idea of cu- cutting it up into why say parim? Why say you cutting up into fine pieces? If it's the thicker pieces, is not teichin. Is that true by all food? Is it true only by silka? Is there something unique about silka different than other? Foods and this, or this is an example of foods, and there are Rishonim who hold that in general it's not shaykh even in general it's not shaykh teichen by food. Food is it's only by other things, which is it all depends how you read this gemara. Haiman the parm silka, the words and, the, and again the silka comes from the lashon of the Taisus on top who says it's only by silka it's shaykh tchina but shar eichon is mutter. Question is what does he mean? You see the rosh, the rosh, the rabbi Hanano, the different different halachim over here. What does this mean? So I'm on the parm silka chayim mishum teichen. I'm on Rav Nasha. I'm on the solid silty. If you take wood and you and you cut it into fine pieces in order to to use for firewood, chayim mishum teichen. I'm on Ravashi. He kapped on mishchasa chayim mishum mechatech. It is possible to have another isra over here if you cut um, if you cut it in the proportion that you want. You cut it in exact size pieces. So then that's, that is the essence of the malach of mechatef, where you're cutting something based on a measurement that you want. Um, okay, let's see the next three words. Alash va'aifa, if when you, you lash and aifa, you knead and you bake, amar papa. Shavak tana didan. And this is, again, something which is hard to explain uh, what's going on over here. We mentioned before that we learn out the malachas from the lachas of Mishkan, where they did things basically for tzviyah samimonim, for the dyes. And yet the Mishnah all of a sudden throws in throws in a list of lush and aifa, kneading and baking, which is food preparation. Uh, what, what's going on here? Amar Papa, Shavak, Tana, Didan, 
Bishul Samamanim, the Tana left Bishul Samamanim, which is the preparation of the dyes, of the ingredients for the dye, the cooking of the dye. David Mishnah, he should have said Bishul Samamanim, David Mishnah, Menokad Aisha, used baking. And the answer to this is, is, is hard to, to, um, hard to know what exactly, why this is, what, the, what, what really the answer is. The just says, the Tana wanted to do Sidur the past. Tana did done Sidur the past, Nokad. He wanted the Sidur of the past. Um, like what he started off uh, initially talking about past, so he t- 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 spoke about Sidur the past, the, the things which go involved with past, and, and, and then we should figure out how it corresponds with the Samon and the Mishkan. Um, it's very hard to understand why. What was the, why was the Tana, why was the Tana that uh, changed the whole Surah and the whole list of the Malachas to fit the past because he wanted to talk about Sidur the past, the order of making past as opposed to what actually happened in the Mishkan. Um, it's schwer. But I'll just point out one more thing, and then we'll, we'll stop over here. It's a, it's a very, it's a very famous machloek that brings Rashi's shita on the that we learn these things that Taka learned out from the Mishkan, from the way they did in the Mishkan. Rav Haigain learns out that the malachas of the Mishkan are not just from the binyan of the Mishkan; it's from the karbanos as well. And therefore, Afia was in the Mishkan itself, was actually in the Mishkan because they because they brought menachas, and the menachas were were baked. So the Tana listed sidur the past. Because of the, because that was we learned the malachas of the Mishkan from there as well. It's not it's not something separate. So on one hand, it seems to make more sense why the Tana would say sidur the past. But on the other hand, it seems to be fakir from our Gemara, where the Gemara calls out why are we saying sidur the past. We should have said sabbatim, which was in the Mishkan. So the Chayim is kakasha, like they tell us kakasha from El Gemara on Rav Haigain. The Gemara seems to say that in the malachas of the Mishkan had nothing to do with real afia sidur the past. Just as the Tana said that. As opposed to being, we were actually learning out from the levels of the Mishkan from. Somebody puts a sikhsa. Sikhsa is a peg. If they had to manufacture it, they um, he put it uh, into an oven. He put it into an oven. One second. <coughs> it was it was wet. Uh, Rush says it was wet, and uh, you have to dry it off so that it should harden. So that's how you that's how you make it. So it was wet and it was soft, and you have you had to put it into the oven in order to harden it. The shod the sixth of asuna chayv mishum avash yichayv for bishul. Put it in the oven, so it's not food, but yichayv yichayv for bishul. So zok the gemara, what's the chiddush in that? Of course, pshita Of course, yichayv for bishul. Zok the gemara, ma'adu teima lishruri mona kamachavin kamashmon demir perafi v'hadar kamen. The Chiddush, the Gemara says, the site of Bishel, Bishel is to is when you put something in, into the to cook with uh, to soften it up. Bishel is when you use liquid with it as opposed to roasting, which is the opposite. Roast roasting causes something to get hard. Bishel causes something to get soft. And here, the here the end result is that it's going to get hard. It's You're trying to harden this uh, this yasa, this peg. And therefore, maybe that's not bishul. Kamashbon, that the way it works is the mirfar rafi v'hadakamit. Before it hardens, it gets soft. So from the fire gets and the and the water that's inside of the fire causes the water to come out. And after it comes out, then it becomes hard. But when it first gets soft in the beginning, that is the point of bishul. That's how Rashi understands it. So there is an element of bishul, even though what you're really doing is not. Ultimately, it's not Bishel, but that's part of the process is through Bishel. So therefore, you're going to be chayyeh for Bishel. I'm a rabbi Somebody who liquefies a kaifer, which is zephes, which is 
pitch, a lime, or tar, or whatever, uh, you, if you liquefy it, chai mishu mevashel. Chai because of mevashel. There would be a svara to say that since it's um, since it's uh, uh, later on it gets hard, so after after it cools off it gets hard. So maybe you shouldn't be chayiv for the bishul because it's not a malacha which is miskayim on Shabbos. Malacha miskayim on Shabbos, which is a sugi bifne atma about how long the malachas have to have to last for. And in general, it, it's going to, we'll see later in later Prakim that it seems like that it has to at least last for Shabbos. The day of Shabbos, if you consider the Malacha the Yeraisa, over here, for some reason though, it doesn't have to. Over here, it, it can cool off and get hard that day. So, Chayim say that uh, because that was the way it was in the Mishkan. The way it was in the Mishkan was is that the, the Bishal that was in the Mishkan also didn't last because it was... Um, well, not all the bishops, some of the bishops are monim, but sometimes they would melt metal in the mishkan, and therefore, and it would get hard after a while, and still that's considered um, a bishop. Okay. Zalki Marvaita. Rabba. Haimanda Abu Chavita. If someone makes a barrel, someone makes a barrel made out of cheres, makes a barrel made out of cheres, Chayim Mishim Sheva Chatois. It's Chayim for seven Chatois. There's seven Malachas involved with making a barrel. And each one of them, um, the Gemara doesn't explain. The Gemara doesn't say Rashi is mina the, the different malachas, and because of the way he's mina it, there's a lot of shilas in the Rashi. His sheets come out on a lot of different malachas over here. But um, quickly, without going into the Indian, you have for seven malachas. You have for teichen, you have for grinding because you take the pieces of dirt and uh, clumps of dirt and you grind them up. And you chay for bayer because you you take this, the little pebbles out of the dirt that needs to be ground, ground up to make this barrel. You chay for merakid because you sift it through into a, with a sifter. And you chay for lush where you need the the tit. And you chay mishum You chay mishum because you smooth out the tit when you make the form the the form for the chavis. You smooth it out, and that's called that's called mamachik. And then you chay for mavir. Because then you fire up the oven to, in order to heat up the, the, the barrel in it. And then mevashel, and the mevashel, the actual um, bishel of the chavis in the oven, where you form it, where it's, it becomes solid in the oven, it becomes permanent in the oven, that's the seventh malacha that you're eyebrow. So that's if you make a chavis. If, if you made a tanner, Umar says tanura, if you made a tanner, you made an oven, an oven made out of cheres, the chayv for eight. Because uh, you, you, all seven from before for making a chavis, but also that there's also malach of, of makav patish. Because after you finish doing it, you put another layer, another round of tit on it, so that it should be thick, and therefore it should it should um, it should be like a thermos. It should uh, insulate the heat that's inside of it, to, and that's called the gemar malacha. That's the gemar malacha of the thing, which is shver because everything has a gemar malacha. Eventually, when you finish it, should be chayiv. Like when you put it into the oven before, you should be chayiv for that also, which is one of the big shayos about makav apatish. Um, how does makav apatish work? Every malacha really has a makav apatish with it. When do you say makav apatish? When do you say makav apatish? It's also uh, enormous sugya in Shabbos all over the place where, from different gemaras that talk about makav apatish. Someone who makes a chalsa. Chalsa is like what we've had before, kaveres. 
had it a little while ago, we had on Davches Kazeris, I translated then on Davches a barrel, but it's technically, it, it looks like a barrel, but it's not, it's a barrel that's made out of reeds, it's not a regular barrel, it's made out of reeds, and the purpose of this barrel, as we said before, was to, the bees come in it, uh, to attract the bees in, in it, to uh, put their honey, so that's called a, that's a chalsa. So if someone made a chalsa, so uh, which is a kaveris made out of reeds, chayv for 11 chatais. Chayv for 11 chatais. And to, uh, very quickly, what they are, just chayv uh, for, for planting and for cutting because of the reeds. You see, planting and cutting the reeds. And, um, well, even if you're not planting and cutting them, when you cut them, so you chayv in your zaymer and you need it, so you're pruning the reeds from where it was before. And we saw from before that zaymer is chayv shtayim, we had that yesterday, and so that's two. Then you have Ma'amer, where you gather the, the reeds together, just like you're gathering the two in the field together. Then you have Bayer, and because you mavar the good kanim from the other ones, then you have Memachik, where you smooth out the kanim from any imperfections that it has. And Yechayi, because of Teichen, that you, that you, you, and this is a Chiddush, that Yechayi Teichen, even though before it would sound like Teichen is you grind it into small, Pieces here, and this is one of the big tradition that Rashi says over here. How he learns Teichen, he says Teichen. Even if you, you cut up the kana into two or three pieces, that's called to strips. That's called Teichen. It's a big tradition to Rashi. And then you have Mechatech, where you cut it according to its its mida, it's the length that you need it. And then you have Mesech, where you um, you put the ritzuis of the shesi, um, where you stretch the ritzuis of shesi for the weaving of the barrel. Of the of the basket and uh, of this barrel that you're doing this chalsa and meaning when you weave the the of uh, you weave the the so that they they'll they'll stay in place. Uh, I don't know how it's done it's done exactly as Rashi says. And then you have the actual weaving of the chute erev uh, with the chassis. And then you have makavipatish where you cut the ritzuris after you weave it in order to make them of equal length. So that's it in a nutshell for for a layman who doesn't know what any of these things really are. Okay, Zafi Marvaiter. So Chalsa If you make a mouth for it, if you uh, if you if you turn the mouth of this Chalsa in uh, downwards so in order to make a lip for it, so you chayev thirteen because in addition to the eleven that we just did, you also chayev because of typher because you have to sew. The lip of this chalsa, so you chayiv for tefira, and you also chayiv because of kaiser, because after you finish sewing, what you do is with the you tie the end of the you tie the end of the thread to keep it in place to lock it in place. That's so you chayiv because of kaiser, so you chayiv because of taifer, and you chayiv because of um, taifer and 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 kaiser. Okay, zakti marvaita. We'll back to on the Mishnah. Gaizus is a tzemer of Amalavne, someone who shears off the tzemer, the wool of the the animal of Amalavne, and you bleach it. And vaiter, the, the more malachas, the more is really going not just on those two malachas, going on vaiter malachas, some anapzoi, atzoiva, and atzoiva. So the more says like this: Amar Rabbi Barachanu Rabbi Yechon, atzoiva tzemer she'algabi behind b'shabbos. If somebody, um, if somebody processes the tzemer while it's on the animal. That means you combed out the tzemer that while it's still attached to the animal, which is the malach of menapet, and then you 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 spun it, uh, you sp- you spin it while it's on top of it, and then afterwards you take it off the animal, which is not the normal way to do it. The normal way to do it is obviously the 
the, um, a different order of events. You first take it off, and then you do it. So, um, three chatois. One is geizes, where you take we're taking off the animals. It's one before combing it and separating the ears. And one for spinning it. So all three, even though they're done on the animal, you're chayev. That's not, that's not the normal way to do it. And it's not normal to do it on the animal. And therefore, you are not going to be chayef for that. That's not normal, so that's not the way you do it. it Maybe also with Rabbanon, but definitely not the Arisa. It's not a Malachi. You're not going to be chayef a chatos for it. Uh, we know Rashi brings this all the by the Mishkan, they did the women who were doing the Malacha by the Mishkan, they, they did it on the Izim itself. That was a special Chachma Yisera, Rashi says, the Gemara is going to say in a second, that they were able to do this on the A's itself. Alma Tviya, Gabi Behema, Shma Tviya, so you see the Tviya. On the behemoth itself is called Tviya. So, it's that it's normal for real mumchen to do. And at the time in the Mishkan, they were real mumchen, they did that. For people who are not mumchen, it's not normal to do. So, for the, re- for the rest of us, that is not a regular thing to happen. So, therefore, you're not going to be chayv. So, he disagrees and holds that if you did it from on the animal, you're not going to be chayv a chat. Tell our bottom, we learned in the Bible that Telush is a kanaf, vahakaitmai, if, uh, if someone takes off the big, um, the big feather off the wing of a bird, so you, you detached it from it, and then you were kaitmai. After you took it off, you cut off the top of the feather uh, because this way, it's, it's, the top of the feather is able to be used as a, as cushion material. So you you uh, kaitm the top, and then martai, and then you on the by the bottom of it, so you you took off the hair, the feathers off it because you. You want it to be hard at the bottom so that, I'm sorry, not, not that you want it to be hard at the bottom because the sayer at the bottom could also be used as, uh, as for, for the cushion. This is what Rashi says. I'm not sure exactly the Matthias of it. So, Chayev Shosh Chatois, Chayev Three Chatois. And Amr Abshim and Lakish, and Abshim and Lakish explains what do you Chayev Three Chatois for? Because at Tayrish, when you take it off the eye, when you take the feather off the eye, you Chayev Mishim Gaizit. Because of geizes, it's the same as taking off um, the wool off of the hemah. When you cut it, the tops, and as we saw before, the criteria for mechatech is that you need it to be a certain length. So you cut it a certain length, so then you cut it at the length that's prop, that's right to put into a into the cushion. And this is a hard one, but by taking off the... <coughs> <coughs> the hair, I'm sorry, I think you're taking off the hair, the, the little hairs that are on the kana, so it's the same thing as taking off the, the hairs off the skin of an animal in order to smooth it out. And here, so you're even though, even though why you, you, the reason why you're doing this is to use the hairs, you use it into, to use it for the, for the cushion. So um, it sounds like you're doing it for the Malachish and Shikh Lagufa, and you're taking it off not to smooth out the kana, but you're taking it off to smooth out the. You're taking it off to be able to use this the the ser in the in the cushion. So that's uh, but it's a malach of smoothing over here. We're not going into that sugya why that's why you'd be chayiv in such a situation. But there's smoothing. So the three malachs involved 
when you take off. It doesn't mean with the act of taking it off, but the act of taking it off and doing what you do is that you're taking off the big feather off the off the wing of a, of a bird, you can end up in chai of three chatais. Right in the mission, the mission says you chai one of the olives malachis is a kosher of a hamatis. You tie and you untie. Where do they tie things in the Mishkan? The things which kept the, the tents in place, the Sedas, the pegs, that kept it in place, and they would tie, um, the, the, the Pasuk says that's Mesrehem, the things which tied them and t- tied them down, where they were stuck, the pegs were in, and they tied it down and attached it to the, to the oil. So that's, um, that's, where the kshir was, so to, to tie the rope to the yisaitis of the oil, so the yisaitis which kept the oil in place, to tie the rope to it, that's kosher. In fact, Yimara, and this is a, um, I mean, everything here, is, is, I don't have to say it in every sugi, it's a big sugi, but this, is, this happens to be a big sugi as well. What, you can't be high for kosher, it can be high for kosher because this kosher is on the naslahater. Because when the Yisrael traveled from place to place, they would take the mishkan apart and they would take a, and they would untie these ksharim. And this is not a kesher. This is not a permanent kesher. And for kosher, we need a certain level of permanence. And this does not fit that bill. Um, now, what, why is that true? I we had before in Daflamanal. If you remember that Baina, that even though they would put the mishkan together, they would Baina, but they would be soisterous. And then once it was considered permanent, so that would apply over here as well. It's a big kasha over here in the sugya. Why is it any different? But the Gemara says it's not permanent enough. When you kosher it, but you're going to untie it when you move. So you can't learn out malachas kosher. Kosher has to be of a more permanent nature. You know where it was in the Mishkan? She can argue, you realize, she kalahem nima those who wove the ureus of the Mishkan, those who have the reason of the Mishkan, what they, if, the, if there was a strand that snapped um, at the time when they were weaving it, they would have to tie it. At the place where it ripped, they would tie that strand. And this way, I guess it would, keep, it would not mess things up when they did that, and um, in, the, in the weaving. And they would tie it, and that was the kosher. So the kosher, if it's ever snapped a nima, they would, they would tie that nima right down in there and that, during the weaving process, and that would be kosher. Fine, that takes care of Where do you find the Malacha of Matir in the Mishkan? If that while the person, while the weaver was weaving, he, they were, he came across two knots in two, two chutin, in two uh, threads that were next to each other. So that can't work. You can't weave when you have a, a knot in two threads next to each other. So you have to untie one of them. Um, <clears throat> um, I, I don't. I don't. I, I don't fully understand the, the matthias of it, but that's what they would do. So then, that, that can't be. That can't be because hashdul of nemelch baser v'dam enoisinkein. That can't be what what happened over there at the time in the mishkan. Um, uh, so. Because that that would that would mean that the way they produced it was a problem. That means that the chutiyarias were the chutiyarias were very thick, and if you match one kesher and you leave the other one, when it says shorichad v'katachad means you untie one, you leave the other one knotted. But you can't do that because if you match one kesher, so then then it looks then it 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 looks bad. It looks like there's a big hole in the area. And so since this is since this would look unsightly in the 
in the area, so then they would make sure, they would examine the, the thing beforehand to make sure that there's no nas, because if you ended up doing this, you end up being matzer chad, shari chad, kasher chad, so then it would not look good. It would not look good in the area. And if you wouldn't do that on a, on a person, a human's uh, clothing or begadim, you, wouldn't, you would make sure that it wouldn't come out that way. For sure you would do that in the mishkan. Basically, it's just saying it never happened. Such a thing never happened because whatever reason this was not, this did not look good. I, I don't understand the materials. I'm sorry, I just I can't explain it because I don't understand what it is. I tried to understand. I don't, I don't understand what the materials of the weaving. So, can't be. You wouldn't do this in front of the Ebishter. If you wouldn't do it in front of a bus of a dummy, you wouldn't do this in front of the Ebishter. You know where it was in the Mishkan? You know where Kshir was in the Mishkan? A much more simple place where they were kosher and matir things in the Mishkan. They needed the chilazan. They needed the chilazan, which was either a fish or a worm, which the Rashi brings over here. This is one of the Rashis that are used in the Tehillah's battles. As Rashi says that it's a type of fish that comes up once every 70 years, and they used its blood to, for the, for the Tehillah's. To, to make the tchelas, so um, they had to trap it. So the trappers had to make nets, and so they had to make nets, so they had to be kosher, uh, permanent nets, so that's where the permanence comes from, but they also had to adjust it, and they had to, uh, they had to adjust it sometimes and untie and put it somewhere, and, and to be massive on this and to take away from this. They would, they would take from this part of the nets and put it on another part of the net, so there was both kosher and matir in the malachas hamishkan. Okay, Zakim Arvaita Vatayfish Tetfiris. The Mishnah says is that if you sew two, you make you, you two stitches. You Tetfiris Tetfiris in Yechayim on Shabbos for Halay Kaima. Just stitching two stitches without actually tying it afterwards does not do anything for you because then the threads will become undone. The stitch will become undone. So for Halay Kaima, it's not going to it's not going to last. So how could this, that's not a malacha hamis kayemas? I'm a rabbi rechan rabbi yechan What we mean is that you were kosher. You were kosher the two edges, the two ends of the of the thread when you're when you're finished. So then then it will last. So we showed him a bother. You show me what. So then this is we have kosher right here. Once once you tell me that that it needs kosher that every, that every tefira needs you have to tie the the thread in order for it to to last. To stay, so then you have your malachas kosher. Why didn't the Gemara before not be able to find the case of kosher so readily? What was wrong? What was the problem? We showed him this from Yushalmi, different types of, of kshira we're talking about. This could be it's not a kesher shel kayama, and therefore there's no malacha of kosher over here. Hakareel menas litzvah, if you rip on, uh, for the purposes of sewing, if you, te- if you tear for the purposes of sewing, then you chayv on Shabbos from malachas kareya. Kriya the Mishkan Mihavah. Where was the Kriya in the Mishkan? Where was the, where was the ripping in the Mishkan, the tearing in the Mishkan? Mihavah. Rabbi Rav Zeru Dami Shavar Shekain Daf Ayin Hei 